Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim. I'm good. It's good to be with you today. Good to be recording. Um, I, I wanted to say something real quick. You know, I, we, don't, yeah. we don't say this enough. I want to thank our, our engineers uh, yeah. today who do such a great job for us. Uh, yeah. Larry... Claire, who does our, our video production, and Kaya Green, who does our audio. And, and uh, yeah. guys, I know that you're going to be listening to this and watching this yeah. at some point, but we want to tell you how much we appreciate you. Thanks for everything you do. Well, and, and as, as Kaya is like engineering the sound, I hope that she'll begin to kind of play some scary music in the background, some suspenseful <laughs> stuff, because uh, today introduce us to the topic. What are we about to, what are we about to go after? Yeah, here in episode 145, it's entitled The Green-Eyed Monster. Yeah. And Jim, I, I think uh if you're a if you're a leader, anybody's a leader who's listening today, it's time to kill that monster. Yeah. Uh, in, in your life. Uh, uh jealousy. It's been called the green-eyed monster. And I think it's a huge yeah. threat to our leadership. It's a huge threat to our well-being, Jim. It, yeah. It's an emotion yeah. I think most leaders deal with occasionally. Um, sure. You know, I don't know, maybe there's a few that are totally set free from that, but I think more often than not, there is that occasional, uh, uh, that occasional bout of it. Um, I think, and you might have some thoughts on this, I think the roots of, of jealousy could, can be insecurity, uh, fear, maybe some self-doubt. What do you think? I mean, what do you think, Jim, yeah. some of the roots or did I cover them all? Yeah, no, I, I think that's it. I, I think we have to remember that when we do sense jealousy, it, I want say this the right way because I don't want to start from the wrong foot, but, it, but jealousy is not a good thing, right? I mean, God's a jealous God. That's a good thing. But, but understand what the word jealous means versus the word jealous that we're using here Correct. to look at somebody else's blessing, someone else's wife, someone else's life, someone else's ministry or gifts. I mean, all these things in scripture, the, the word is covetousness, right? You yes. you shall not covet is it including all of these things. So it is comparison poisons a lot of things. And I think one of the things that we have to be very, very careful of is our motivations. You know, God, God is weighing our heart, not just our fruit. Right. And to make sure that our the reason we're doing the things we're doing is not because we want the same success that we're coveting or the same, mm. you know, income level or the same just we, we need to be naturally exhaling what God has breathed into us and nothing more and nothing less. God will never put grace on someone doing their imitation of somebody else yeah. and only on them, you know? And I think sometimes jealousy can emerge when another leader achieves something that you, you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if yeah. you haven't, um, it can rear its head when a person you don't like experiences success. Yeah. <laughs> and you think And you think they don't deserve it. Because yep. you don't you don't like them. Uh, here's why I think we need to talk about this today, Jim. Because I think the green-eyed monster is a thief. Yeah, it They're robs good. us. You know, it robs us of healthy yeah. relationships. It robs us from focusing on what God's actually called us to do. Yeah, um, it, it robs us of joy. Um, no wonder the Bible. I, I, the Bible is so awesome, right? I, you know, I know, oh, yeah. know but, but when it comes to jealousy, it's really powerful. In Proverbs 27, four, it says, anger is cruel and fury is overwhelming, but who but, can stand before jealousy? Yeah, <laughs> right. 
right? <laughs> yeah. It's a powerful yeah. emotion with destructive potential. And I think yeah. if, if we're, first of all, if we're honest with ourselves, every one of us has been guilty of this. And every one of us has probably seen somebody whose life was destroyed or their family was destroyed or their church was destroyed because of this monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so our listeners and watchers might be wondering, how do I know, you know, how do I know if I'm actually dealing with that? So I'd like to just take a few minutes to maybe uh, give uh, all of us a few things to look for. How about can, I, can I say just can I say one Please. thing before you yeah, do that? Ahead, I'm Jim. reminded of, of Paul. He's talking about the deeds of the sinful nature of the flesh. The sarks is the word, you mm-hmm. know, and, and he, it's a it's a strange list because he talks about murder and orgies. And in between there, there's this little envy mm-hmm. and factions. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and you go, does why? Why would between murder and witchcraft and orgies, would he put envy? Yeah. But but truthfully, like how many churches, how many families do we know that have been ruined by orgies and witchcraft and murder versus how many have been destroyed by envy? Yeah. And and what, what God has built, it's it's destroyed from the inside. And, and it's yeah. the tiny, the, the little, you know, envy is not a big deal. According to Paul, it's a huge deal. It's on yeah. a list of gross sins that do tremendous harm. And so I, I wanted to say that before you started talking. So I sound like, oh, I might listen to one, I might not. Like, no, no, it, if you're struggling with witchcraft, you should listen to us. If you're struggling with murder, you should listen to us. And if you're struggling with envy, you you should stop right now and you should pay close attention. Yeah. So here's three things I think to look for. One is criticalness. You know, if if your default response to a person is negative, check yeah. check your heart. You know, do yeah. And ask yourself, do they have something I wish I had? Yeah. You know, do do they have money and I wish I had their money or their success or their looks? Um, and if you find yourself focusing on a person's weaknesses and ignoring his or her strengths, yeah. I think you might be jealous. You know, I, I yeah. think that the jealous people are fault finding experts. Yeah. And, yes. they're, and they're, they have a hard time acknowledging the accomplishment of other people. Yeah, it's a good test. I was I was with a friend of mine from another country, and I, I asked him about pastoring in America. Would you ever want to come to America and pastor? He said, "Oh no, no, American Christians are far too angry." <laughs> and, and, I, and I, he said, "You all have computers and phones, and you all anybody anybody rises. The, it seems like people just try to chop them off." Yeah. And I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't care to come to this country to minister to Christians because of what you just what you yeah. just said. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Here's a, here's but, another thing to to kind of evaluate if you're dealing with the green-eyed monster, and that is the in, inability to enjoy another leader's success. Yeah. You know, when the Pharisees saw the crowds flocking to Jesus instead of them, they weren't happy about that. They were jealous. Right, right. Uh, when, a, when a colleague or, or a competitor experiences growth in their career or success in their ministry, um, or maybe they, they've got a great marriage. Yeah. What emotions do you feel and, and what thoughts cross your mind? You know, yeah. if you feel threatened and or tempted to minimize their achievement or find right. yourself thinking, even find yourself thinking this, Jim, I'll never be as good as they are. Hmm. You might hmm. be struggling with jealousy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
what a what a terrible thing to say to yourself, though, right? I yeah, I'm not supposed to be as good as they are. I'm supposed to be good, as good as I am supposed to be, That's and right. and the freedom that comes from that, huh? I've confessed on this podcast before, yeah, that I was whining to the Lord many years ago about this, and I'm so, I'm still embarrassed when I to talk about it. <laughs> and I told the Lord, Lord. Will never be converge coaching will never be as influential as John Maxwell ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a record time that the Lord spoke right back to me. I mean, there was hardly any delay. <laughs> and it was John, I didn't call you to be John Maxwell. I called you to be you. Yeah. He's going to reach people you're never going to reach. You're yeah. going to reach people he's never going to reach. And I need yeah. you both. Yeah. And Jim, that set me free. I just said it's liberating, right? Oh, it's, man. It's, it wasn't like, oh, I have to settle for just being me. It was liberating to realize that God had a plan for you. That's right. That didn't, re- didn't require to be better than anybody else to succeed. That's you right. just had to be you. Yeah. And, I, and, and I want I want our, our listeners and watchers to experience that. Yeah. That was just one of those really important moments in, in my life where I realized, man, God, you need John Maxwell, you need Jim Wiegand, you need John Opelowski, yeah. you need us all to accomplish yeah. uh, the yeah. mission. And you know, it was, what was funny is I was the fat kid with glasses that got picked last in kickball. So the fact that I get to be on the team at all is, is amazing. But once you're on that team, you do kind of look around, right? And say, well, I, I think I could, you know, preach a little bit better than him or lead a little bit better than her, or, you know, it's. You forget that that gratitude of being chosen. Yeah. yeah. If you're not if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a third one, and that is just a, a discontented attitude, discontentment. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, here here's what I don't mean by by this. Contentment is is not settling for less than God's best for your life. Right. That's yeah. that's a evil form of contentment. Yeah. Contentment is this internal satisfaction and peace that's independent of our external circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of us were not born that way. I I, I, I don't know if any of us were born that way. No. Uh How do I know that? I know that about myself. And I, hey, we raised four boys. I, you know, when when they were young, there was lots of crying and whining. And it wasn't always the boys doing the crying and whining. <laughs> but if you're finding it difficult to be thankful for what you do have, and you're more likely to be unthankful for what you don't, you might be struggling with jealousy. Yeah, right on. Yeah. yeah. So mm. how do we kill this thing, Jim? You know, I mean, we could yeah. probably, you know, spend an hour unpacking that. And I'm gonna yeah. do the I'm gonna do a preacher thing here. I'm gonna give you four words that start with the letter A. You know, if if we want to attack this monster and actually yeah. kill it, here's four things I think need to happen. There's probably more than four, but here's four that really yeah. make sense to me. The first one is to admit. Right. You know, say the words out loud. I'm jealous. Now don't say it to the person. You know, this is just <laughs> Say it in the mirror, yeah. say, it to, <laughs> yeah. say it to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. I'm jealous of so-and-so. Yeah. I'm jealous of their achievement. I'm jealous. I. This is the first step 
toward killing the green-eyed monster is owning yeah. our jealous feelings. Yeah. Seems simple, doesn't it? But it uh, no. No, I, and, okay. and and as a as a former alcoholic, that first step of the 12 steps is admitting that I've I've lost control. Yeah. That I'm you know what I mean? And I and I need a higher power to to restore my sanity. That the the hardest step of all the 12 steps is 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 saying I'm not okay. Mm. I, because that you're you're admitting you're not just saying I have a drinking problem. You're admitting to uh, an inability to correct it. I am I am a slave, masquerading as a free person every day mm. of my life. I live lives right. Yeah. So that I so that it, it it is a simple thing. It's not like it's not complex, but I but I think it's it's so vital because why well, you know God you know my attitude you know the way I am. Well, that's not what you're talking about. No. I am, I am envious. I am jealous. It's a sin. Yeah. I need, I need your help, God. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a different confession. And that leads to the next letter A, and that's to appeal. You just, you yeah. just, you just got right to it. Ask God first to forgive us. Yeah. Yeah. And second, to help us grow up. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this and I wonder what you think. I think jealousy is the playground of the immature. What do you think? Yeah, I I don't know how, but people with the same problem can be at a football game with thousands of people and somehow find each other in the crowd. Uh, it's it's uh it's weird, <laughs> but but it, it's but it's predictable. And what has happened, I, you know, my my weaknesses somehow appeal to other people's weaknesses until because my my I know it's wrong. Part of me knows this is wrong, but if I can find five other people that are just as wrong as I am, I now feel normal. I don't feel like I'm wrong anymore. I might even feel more justified because I'm not the only one who Mm. feels this way. There's lots of people in this football stadium that think a a $12 hot dog is too much, you know, that kind of stuff. So I appealing, appealing to God for his mercy versus appealing to men for your own self-justification. There's a, there's a clear winner, right? There's a, there's a clear path to health or sickness there. Jim, that's so powerful. What you said that not only do immature people tend to find each other, but they find comfort in the presence yeah. of each other or justification yeah. for staying a certain way, man, that, that is just, that's so powerful. Who, you know, who you put around you in your world means so much. So admit appeal. Thirdly is appreciate. Yeah. This one really helps with jealousy. Thank yeah. God for what's good in your life. Yeah. I, I can think of a bunch of things. I got to have a roof over my head. Yeah. I have food in the refrigerator, uh, a family that loves me. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, regularly express gratitude to God for those yeah. things, for the beauty of nature. The today was a beautiful summer day, blue sky, sunshine. Uh, you know, thank God for salvation for the Holy Spirit, for the, for the privilege of being a partner with him in his kingdom work. And and I think, Jim, I think appreciating what's good in our life helps us kill jealousy. Absolutely. What do you think? Yeah. I think you can't, you can't unthink a thought. You have to replace the thought. I, I, if I, if I were to say to people listening right now, whatever you do, don't think about penguins. Don't think about them. Yeah. And what happens is everybody just pictured a penguin. But if I say, hey, let's talk about giraffes for a minute. Well, how do you think, 
how long do you think their vocal cords are? And we start talking about that. We'll forget about the penguins because we're talking yes. about the giraffes. I think gratitude doesn't, it doesn't, re, it doesn't like uh, remodel a thought. It replaces a thought. Mm, that's so if, if, if my contentment is found in what I have um, or, or, or my discontentment is found in what I don't have, those can be dangerous because things come and go, right? But, but to say, right. I'm just grateful for Jesus. Yeah. If we said nothing more, we're thinking about the right things. We're being transformed by the renewing of our minds. Yeah. So admit, appeal, appreciate. And here's the last one. And this is yeah. acquire. And I want I want us, I want myself to acquire a habit, yeah. a good yeah. habit. And it's the habit of rejoicing in other people's yeah. success. Yeah. Look, the achievement, yeah. the achievements of other people do not diminish your own achievements. Yeah. The world is big enough for all of us to succeed. Yeah. Uh, so practice being happy mm-hmm. when good things happen to other people. Yeah. And jealousy will shrink. It will shrivel. Yeah. And hopefully one day it will be uh, cast aside and it yeah. won't control your life anymore. What yeah. do you think about that last one, Jim? Yeah, I, it's huge. I, I think, you know, I was thinking as you're saying, talking about uh, Cain and Abel, that the first murder was the result of this. Yeah. I, I, instead of, instead of saying, how do I, how do I do it right? Go to somebody that's done it right, has God's blessing and say, would you teach me how to do that? Why, why is yours blessed and not mine? Teach me that. Or, hey, good for you, brother. High five. You know, well, I can't have it. Nobody can. And he, yeah. he murders his own brother. You know, hmm. it's a. Uh, that's what I say. I come back to the thought that this may seem like a, well, I have a little twinge here, a little twinge there, but everybody does. It's like, but you wouldn't say that about a little twinge of orgy or a little twinge mm. of witchcraft. There you go. You, know, you, you treat it differently. And, and I think, again, things aren't, things aren't destroyed. I mean, not in my world, things aren't destroyed by, you know, the, the, the gross sins that you'd never even consider. There's, it's destroyed by the little foxes, you know what I mean? Right. The, the nibble, nibble on stuff. So I, I think it's, um, I think it's a timely thing. I, if, and I would just say this, if people find themselves being mad at this group of people and when they fall, you're excited that they fell. Aha. See, I told you there was something wrong with that denomination or that yeah. fellowship or that church. Like, stop. It's right. I, I don't know. People don't have to lose so you can win. There, there's like you said, I love that. The world is big enough for everybody to succeed. Yeah. And, and mercy triumphs over our, especially our misplaced judgments. And I, I think it's a, it's a cry from God's heart that we've heard today. John. Right. And so Jim, I, you know, I, I, we, I wanted to bring this to the pod because I think this is serious business. It is serious business. You no, know, yeah. it, it's one of the seven deadly sins, you know, it, it yeah. Um, yeah. And left unchecked, it really does have the potential to destroy us from within. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to do damage. Um, that gets in the way of us reaching our full potential. Yeah. And even if we do have some success, but that internal mess is percolating, man, I feel like we're just setting ourselves up for so many, so many problems that we could avoid. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to work on that in my life. I want to grow. I want to get better. And I want the, the people that are listening and watching who we love and care for uh, yeah. to work on this too. And let God, let God help you with that, because I think it will, it will yeah. allow you to grow and develop in your leadership and be safe 
Yeah. While doing it, you know that you you have the enough you have the internal goods yeah. that match up to your external accomplishment. So that's right what on. I've got today on this one, Jim. It's good, man. Thank thank you, John, for that. I I uh, I, I chuckled at an inappropriate time as you were teaching because you're talking about what you're grateful for. And as any good Polish Italian would, you mentioned what was in the refrigerator before your family. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, your testimony, there's more pictures of the food <laughs> than there is the family members at, at holidays. Yes. I thought he did it again. It's still there. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, hey, I, I would just say this again. I, this would be the third week in a row I've said this, but blind spots. Blind spots are a problem yeah. in, in leaders, um, in friendships, in marriages, just in people. Just We have blind spots and having people. Um, like counselors, like pastors, like friends, like spouses, like like converge, being a part of helping you to to truly succeed. And again, I think there's a lot of people that succeeded for the wrong reasons, so they're not successful. And and I also think that in the end, we're not going to hear "well done, good and successful servant." Right? There's a, there's a, a a quality of our heart that produces a quality of work. There's a fidelity to Christ and our faith. And that's our good and our faithful. So okay. I, you know, people have asked me, who do you think the most successful Christian is in, in the history of Christianity? And I would say, I don't, I don't think we've probably ever heard of that woman or that man. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we know their name. I, I'm not saying that those whom we know are, are wrong that we know them, but I'm just saying, I, I'll bet you the person who's most good and most successful probably serves somewhere in anonymity. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, but they're fulfilling the purpose that God gave them. So that's our that's our heart for you. If we can help you see those spots, if we can ask some hard questions, um, a coach's job is not to make you feel good about yourself. A coach's job is to develop strengths you didn't know you had, uh, develop weaknesses that are that are destroying your your performance, if you will, and helping you become the person you created to be. So that's what we do at Converge. Go to convergecoach.com. Mm-hmm. Click a button and we'll be talking to you for half an hour in the near future for the purpose of this topic today or others. But I just, I wonder, John, we've never done this. This is pod 144, I believe. 145, actually. Okay. So I, would you, could I, it maybe seems extraordinary, but would you, would you pray for us today yeah. as a, as a father, as a pastor would? Sure. Um, thank you. Yeah, I'll do that. Lord, uh, first of all, we're so grateful for the, calling the, that you've placed on our lives. God, thank you for allowing us to share the, the, the mission with you and co-labor with you. God, I thank you for every person who is within earshot of our voice or of viewing this podcast today. Father, help us to take this seriously, uh, to not just lightly uh, uh, pass by, but God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would really impact us today with how important it is to tame this monster in our lives because God, it has the potential of really doing damage on a lot of levels. And Lord, if we tame it, if we kill it, boy, the potential for goodness is exponentially better in our lives. So God, help us, help us, help us because without your help, Lord, we can't do it. We ask this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 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 God bless you, our dear listeners and watchers. We're praying for you as you continue to lead from alignment.